a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his knives and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Hey guys, uh, welcome to Not All Bad. Um, I know it's really been a while. Um, we really wish things were different, but it's been a lot has changed since the the last podcast uh, went out. Um, uh, shortly after our, our last episode, uh, America hit a recession, and I uh, I lost my job. It's been a painful few years, actually. Um, uh, eventually things picked up a little bit, uh, and I found a job, uh, and I actually have a, a wife in, uh, triplets now, uh, things are going a little bit better, uh, and it's not all bad, just felt like, um, just a relic of a bygone era that I, I, it was kind of painful to revisit, but, um, eventually I finally stumbled into Zach at a, um, at one of the few remaining coffee shops that haven't gone out of business from the recession. Um, and, uh, it was weird seeing him, but honestly, I think it's good that we encourage each other and we got to talk and I think it was time to bring it back. Uh, so th- thank you guys for waiting all these years. Um, it's been it's really- 62 years. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 62. been quite some time. I'm however old 62 plus 23 is. Yes, that's, uh, I believe that's 85. Um, the, the years have not been as kind on Zach's brain as you can probably hear. Uh, there are cobwebs on my microphone, boy. Yeah, we're, we're somehow still using the same microphones. Um, <laughs> Technology hasn't advanced at all. It's yes. as if we're living in the year 3000. That's true. Uh, Zach and I couldn't afford to buy the underwater condos, though, so we're just stuck up here, uh, still on the ground with the pores. The uh, radiated wasteland. <laughs> the, the one and only. Ooh. Feels like home. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just, this is me now. This is me for the remainder of the episode. Ooh. Like a, <laughs> crypt, a crypt keeper. <laughs> you're, you're really committed to this, huh? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm okay. giving up very easily. Because I—that was really impressive and unsettling how how true to character it was. But I, I started to feel uncomfortable. I was like, I don't know if I could. I can be peppy and excited to do a podcast if with you in that voice. Allow me to rescue you from the uh, from the depths of hell that is that old man's salty <laughs> voice. Um, sorry that this episode is late. We'll just leave it at that. You don't need to know any. You don't need to know the details of our life. You don't need to know what happened to get us to this point. All you need to know is that we're sorry, and we will intend for it not to happen again. But sometimes life gets in the way. What are you going to do about it? All right, get over mm-hmm. it. But we are we are sorry though. Thanks for your patience. Yeah, re- rest assured, we're actually about to record uh, fifty episodes in a row uh, right now, just to make sure we have enough banked up, uh, just in case uh, for the future. Yeah. Exactly. So this won't happen again. Um, that's exactly right. We basically got like a telethon going on for the next two <laughs> days straight. Um, so yeah, that's what we're kind of looking at just to make sure this never happens again. So you're welcome. 
We do if, a lot for you guys. <laughs> yeah, as we've established before. Uh, if this is your first time listening, first of all, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Not All Bad. Sorry about that weird, weird old man thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really not how we typically roll on the show, but uh, whatever. We're here about, you know, we're here for new experiences, so welcome aboard. Mm. Um, basically, this is a safe space for us and you to whine kind of like a lost puppy about meaningless things that have upset us lately or you. Um, we each take a turn ranting on a topic we picked. Then we collaborate to rant on a topic we randomly draw from a digital hat. And then we end the show with an equally passionate rant uh, from each of us, one each, on what has made us happy recently. Mm. Yeah, and if you guys uh, will remember, we'll remind you again, rest assured, uh, once the random topic comes up, you actually can submit your own random topic. If you want to hear about something on this show, uh, email us at notallbadshow at gmail.com, put in the subject line, random rant idea. Uh, and we will add it to our digital hat. And yep. uh, we've had a few submissions, and we're excited to keep getting more. Uh, this is a really cool way for you guys to participate in the show. And also, as always, um, rate, uh, review, share the show. Um, it really does mean a lot. And also, if you're enjoying it, if you happen to know us, or even if you don't know us and just want to use that email that we just mentioned, notallbadshow at gmail.com, give us some feedback because we'd love to hear what you guys think of the show. Um we really enjoyed doing this, and it's been fun to hear that some of you guys are enjoying it, too. Not all of you. Some of you uh, <laughs> hate it, and we've blocked you from the services, but some of you seem to have enjoyed that, and that's good to hear. Yeah, it's always good to hear. Uh, also, find us on Twitter at Not All Bad Show. I don't know if Paul mentioned that. I wasn't listening. I zoned out. My, my <laughs> ears are getting old. I can't hear as well as I once could. Uh, find us on SoundCloud, like us there, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Um, we're on Google Play and Spotify too, which is cool. Um, one more time, cool. if you like the show, please tell a friend. It would be super, super cool to get more people on board. And it would really mean a lot if you told somebody else about it. Yeah, for sure. Paul, Zach? Um, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, th- I think I was about to try to do the same thing you're doing. Uh, mm. what, what do we, what have we got next, Zach? <laughs> inching, inching in on my turf. I see. I'm trying to be the dominant host here, but, uh, I'll Alpha. let you keep doing it and, uh, feel like you're the dominant, but, but every, everyone knows I'm the dominant, but whatever. Uh, okay. Sure. Uh, well, I'll just uh, flex <laughs> my dominance here. This is the, uh, prepared rant part of the show. And to be perfectly honest, it's been so long since we put out our last episode. I don't remember who went first. Do you remember? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it was you. I lied. I think I do remember, and I think it was you who went first. You're right, because you brought up the Jonas Brothers after mine. I, I remember that now. That was a great one. Speaking All of right. the Jonas Brothers, uh, before we get into anything more, um, did you have something you wanted to say real quick before I, I do my thing? I have nothing to say. You're good. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I didn't interrupt you there. Uh, somebody very, reached out. Of you. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> somebody reached out to me on... Uh, I guess personally, somebody that I know personally, (laughs) Alex, texted me after listening to episode 13 where I talked about the Jonas Brothers, and he pointed out something that's uh, very noteworthy that I forgot to mention in my last rant about the year 3000 by the Jonas Brothers slash Busted, and that is that these two groups claim that they saw my great, great, great granddaughter 
in the year 3000. Now that's five generations uh, over the span of a thousand years. That math doesn't really seem to check out for me. I didn't, I was supposed to use my due diligence and like do the, do the numbers, add, add the math before we started the show, just to support that hypothesis that a thousand years and five generations just really doesn't check out. Um, but I didn't do that. So I guess, uh, there's really no point for me to bring this up, but that was a, a good point, and I kind of wish I included that in my first round. I didn't catch that, so shouts to Alex. That for is being a good point. I can't, I can't speak super specifically, but something like my great great grandparents immigrated here, and that was like the late late 1800s, early 1900s. So that makes me want to say that, like, it couldn't have been more any more than like a couple hundred years for it to be like the fifth generation. You know what I mean? Right. Like two generations. Like your grandfather's not going to be older than uh, World War Two, right? At least at our age. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's only. Uh, I mean, that's not even close to coming out to a thousand years. So five generations and a thousand years uh, doesn't check out. So they must have come up with some serious longevity medication to allow that situation to take place. But yeah. again, as it's been mentioned, no technological progress practically has been made in the ensuing a thousand years. So that theory seems kind of unlikely. You're right. They did say not much has changed. In fact, I will say living underwater is cool, but that like, that doesn't seem that far fetched to me. If they say not, not much has changed, but something, the idea that your great, great, great granddaughter might be, hundreds and hundreds of years old because she'd have to be that that seems more noteworthy to me actually i don't like this i don't like this new notion that it's the great 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 granddaughter that has to be the old one i mean she could be young (laughs) and her ancestors could have the the people who fill in the generational gap between me and her could have lived a really long time but the fact that she is extremely old just doesn't grok with me because in fact um busted does say that she is pretty fine and that I was about to bring that up. Sort I, of disgusting fetish, if that's the case. <laughs> I just made that connection right before you brought it up. I was about to say something. Yeah, he says she's really fine, which if she's that old, which she has to be math-wise, we checked it out, That that's real weird. Hmm. Well, I mean, maybe cultural norms have shifted by the time the year 3000 rolls around. Who knows? Who's to say? Definitely not the Jonas Brothers, because we know that they're their entire theory is off. I don't, I really don't put much stock into the, uh, their account of what the future is like. I feel like they may be. Lying. Oh no, for sure. No, but that's not what we came to talk about here today. If you want to hear more about the Jonas brothers hit year 3000, please refer back to episode 13 today. I'm here to talk about something uh, a little bit more mundane. Um, I, so I, my workplace is, is a massive, massive building. It's only two stories tall, but it is literally uh, like the footprint is six regular sized office buildings put together. Um, it's, hmm. it's a huge, it's an enormous complex. It takes you, this is all indoors. It'll take me like 15 minutes or 20 minutes to walk from end, end to end within Wait, the that's building. that's massive. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's all like indoors. That's actually huge. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but the entire building has... Basically, uh, it's called the spine. So this really long hallway that goes from end to end um, where you can walk down to get to the different sections of the building. And off of the spine branches other hallways, which you know run down the length of these different areas. 
right? So just a lot of hallways and a lot of very long hallways where I work. And that lends itself to an enormous problem that I encounter multiple times a day. And it's really starting to wear down on my psyche. Um, Walking past people in hallways is probably (laughs) the most awkward event that anyone could ever encounter. Uh, People that you know specifically, not just any rando, but someone that you know personally just walking by them. This used to happen to me all the time in high school. It was something that I encountered on a daily basis there, um, which was awful, especially if you knew the kind of person I was in high school. Uh, Just a terrible experience, but the hallways were a lot shorter there. So not a huge issue, but here in my workplace now, you you can spy someone down the way and you're not going to walk past them for the next five minutes. But you guys both know you're coming. That's that's where the problem is lies, right? Is understanding this implicit understanding that you're about to cross paths, but you can't like, you can't from a hundred yards out go, Hey, Hey, how's it going? Another Wednesday, huh? Another day in paradise. You can't do that. You can't get away with that from a hundred yards away. You, you have to greet them as you pass casually, but that just opens yourself up to minutes and minutes of walking before you ever get to an acceptable range for a greeting greeting. And uh, that's the issue I have here. The, the key is to avoid eye contact for as long as you possibly can. But that just means you end up doing this little thing where you're just kind of glancing around at other things like, oh, look, it's the same closed door to a storage closet that I pass six times a day. Maybe someone will come out of it right now. Or something like, um, how about you just? Uh, how about I just intimately observe this HR policy poster that's hanging in the hallway, just as I casually stroll past, pretend like I don't see anyone that I know. Maybe this poster contains some valuable information. Okay, I walk past the poster. Maybe it's t- okay. Quick, find something else to look at, so you don't have to look down the hallway. And make eye contact. I hate it. A lot of people are probably saying, uh, "Just look at your cell phone." The cell phone is an easy out, but to me personally, it, and Paul, weigh in here if you feel so inclined. This kind of feels like an, the wrong move. It just seems too easy. It seems too obvious. I, I kind of just do the random, randomly looking at things off to my side. I, and you can't, you could, staring at your shoes is somehow even worse than, than any of these options. So it's, I'm just constantly like a dog looking back and forth wall to wall as if I'm like patrolling, as I'm, if I'm looking for like a security breach or something. How do you, is this something that you encounter? I don't know how common of a problem what, this is. Maybe what you're describing, I don't describe it because, or I, just, I don't experience it uh, because in my office, if I were to start at the back door, which is where I come in, because it's shared with a couple companies, if I were to start at the back door and walk to the front door where the other company is at a leisurely pace, it would probably take me about ten seconds. Um, oh, okay. so, so maybe a little, maybe like 15, like, but still it's like not that big. Um, there's only two kind of small companies there. However, what you're describing, it gives me so much anxiety just thinking about it because what I'm imagining is my natural reaction when I see when, for some reason, if there's a huge crowd, this isn't an issue cause everyone's doing their own thing, whatever. But when it's just like you and one other person, my natural reaction, I mean, first of all, like you said, is to avoid eye contact. But if eye contact does happen, it's I do this super dumb, half-assed effort, effort at a smile. And it's just, 
it's basically me squeezing my cheeks together or a little bit to elongate my lips and it's, somehow my brain is like this is me disarming them and letting me know that them know that I'm smiling. It's the classic friendly. white guy move, right? Where it's where you like tuck your upper lip into your mouth. Is that what you're describing? <laughs> basically. Yeah, that's what basically, I do. Basically, yeah. Where where it's like, yeah, yeah, that's I, I just did right now to clarify because I'd never realized that my upper uh, lip curl, I've done it like 12 times already. <laughs> I just did it just now and I can confirm it, it kind of does do that. Uh, but um, yes, and I just can't normally in normal length hallways, the probably one second it takes for that exchange of a smile to occur and the ensuing like we pass each other, whatever already makes me just super uncomfortable i like look at myself and i'm like you're a real piece of garbage for uh for that dumb half-assed smile you just gave them <laughs> but like <laughs> i'm just imagining if i had a whole hallway that takes that long to walk down i would just be a piece of garbage for like 10 minutes as i, mean, I see a, them down there <laughs> that's a problem right it's like you, you just as soon as i look up and, and accidentally meet their gaze I'm going to do that. Just naturally, instinctively tuck my upper lip into my mouth, purse my, the corners of my mouth, do like the little nod, like the good day, sir, nod, you know, <laughs> where you just like basically tip your cap real quick. Um, but then I've got a whole like two and a half minutes of just walking towards them after I've already greeted them. And then what do you say when you get there? So, and, and sometimes, sometimes they won't even see you nod in the first place. So then you do this thing where you keep... you. You keep like trying to glance at them over and over and over again as you approach closer and closer. You're just faster, looking over, looking over. Look at me, make eye contact, make eye contact over and over. And eventually, and you keep nodding habitually. And by the time you meet their gaze, you're like in stride. You're like about to brush shoulders at this point. And you've already tried to look at them like 20 times. You've already done the little smile 20 times. And finally, they notice. And then yeah. everyone else around you thinks that you have some sort of nervous tick or something. <laughs> dreadful yeah this that that sounds so uncomfortable and it's I, somehow worse when you kind of know the person because if i didn't know the person i feel like maybe it would be easier but if i kind of knew them and felt obligated to say something that's way too much time to overthink how i'm going to address them assuming i can recognize them that's it sounds so awful it's it's really bad i i there's no solution i don't have any solution i will say this um, in my experience, and I've done a lot of observation on this recently, and of course you can tell I've experienced it a lot myself, but I've looked at a lot of people in this situation. I don't think anyone has ever mastered the art of pulling this off and making this not awkward or uncomfortable. If you have notallbadshow at gmail.com, please hit me up with your solution. I will read it on the show. I personally have never seen anyone that has been able to do this successfully, but... There is a guy at my work who comes closer than anyone I've ever seen. He has a signature move. He's got two of them, actually. He's, I don't know how he does it. He's really good at it, and not everyone can pull this off. So I'm not, this is not an endorsement. Don't, don't go out and try this because, hand to God, pretty good chance that you're going to fail because it takes a, a certain charisma to pull this move off. But... Somehow, this is the tough part. This is the part I don't understand. Somehow he doesn't make eye contact with you until it's the right time, which that's the real kicker. That's the tough part. Hmm. But the move he pulls has a much wider range than like the greeting, like the, hey, how's it going? Or the awkward white boy smile. 
He whips out the finger guns. Oh. Or, or he salutes you. Both equally badass and equally smooth. Very tough to pull off unless you've got that right style to do it. And this guy, he's got mm. it. I mean, he's yeah, he's got he must have years of practice because he does it so smooth. And uh, I'm actually just going to make a note here because finger guns is eventually going to have to be a positive rant on the show because I've got a lot to say about <laughs> them. But for now, suffice it to say, that's that's the closest I've ever seen anyone to have this encounter not go down horribly wrong is just hit, hit me with the finger guns when I'm pretty far out. And then that opens yourself up to a little bit of an exchange, right? Then I can give a little smile and like try to finger guns him back. Or like if, if you're willing for a whole theatrical performance, you like clutch your chest and pretend like you've been shot or you return the salute or whatever. And, and you guys have a good smile. And that, that activity fills up the space in between the walking, right? So you, you've yeah. got yourself covered until you pass each other. And that's a, that's a pro move. Again, it doesn't completely eliminate the problem. Uh, he has to still make it to the range to do the finger guns or salute. And that's the tough part, but it alleviates a lot of problems. So uh, my suggestion to you, I've been doing a lot of finger gunning in the mirror recently, trying to get myself to that level. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that, that's the, that's, uh, that's about all I've got. I don't think anyone else can do this correctly. If you can, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I, I would also, I have no solutions for you just because the more I think about it, the more just uncomfortable I get. But I would also love to hear if anyone has ideas uh, maybe if y'all think he should bring a toy gun to the office and aim that at the guy Ooh, uh, just to one up him. No yeah, risk, that's no that's reward. a risky move. <laughs> I like <True>. it. True. <laughs> just whatever ideas you guys have, uh, throw them out at us, uh, and we'll we'll read them out next episode. Uh, you can go ahead, Paul. I think uh, I think I'm out of stuff to say. All right, um, Zach. This has been a slow burn for me. Something that has bothered me for a long time, and it somehow gets worse every time. Which is that when I am surfing the interwebs... The information superhighway, if you will. <laughs> yes. There, it somehow seems to be getting worse. You'd think it would get better with time, but it seems to be getting worse. A website will load up, but then a million things will pop up demanding your attention and shifting around what you're looking for. That's just getting absurd. So and you end on the up website, on the wrong thing. Yeah, Ooh, I'm sure yes. you get to that. But yeah, yes. I just had to jump so, on because that's so infuriating. So first of all, depending on the website, there's probably going to be so many clickbait things. Like sometimes I'll be reading an article on what I think is a reputable site, and there's so many large ads that it's like I can read two or three lines of the article at a time, and then it's like huge ad, and it's like it's so easy to accidentally click on whatever that's especially an issue on the phone um <laughs> yeah well but that's then, I do most of my browsing anyway i'm sure you're yes. the same yeah but then also at some point every single website started asking you for permission to use cookies on your device and it's one of those things where it's like i i get that you're gathering information i know that the internet is not a safe place like I just don't want you to cover half my screen or in some cases interrupt what I'm doing to like, let me know that you're gathering cookies. And that's one of those things where I, I barely even understand what a cookie is. I, I bef before this, bit, <laughs> I like this topic. I looked up what a cookie is and I've like already, I, I was like, Oh yeah, that's pretty straightforward. But like, I'm already like sketchy on the details. It's something about like your comp websites will 
install things locally on your computer so next time you go to the website they know who it is that's coming or like what you've looked up before those kinds of things but it's like that's the extent of my knowledge yeah apparently there was some law that came out like exactly a year ago that requires websites to notify you that they're collecting cookies but like I, I don't know. I'd rather not have privacy than be bothered by a cookie notification one more time. <laughs> a bold I'd take. I'd rather... I, one yeah. I don't know that I agree with. No, it's well, just, we're all having fun here. This is just for the show, right? This doesn't... You don't we'll, necessarily... We'll see. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I hate those notifications quite a bit, Zach. I don't know if I'm kidding. Uh, but... <laughs> and then there's the other thing that you brought up, which is that... This is this will happen on Google especially, but basically any other website that there's a search bar on that you're searching for, is that you'll type in a search, and you'll see the result you want, and you're like, ah, that is what I wished to type in, and you go down to click on or touch that result, and then they're like, wait, we have better ideas, and they shift it around, and then you click on the wrong thing, and it takes you to a whole different website, and those five seconds it takes for me to hit the the browser's back button. And then get back to the search thing and type it in and click on the right thing. Like that that period of five to ten seconds is enough for me to consider just offing myself because it's <laughs> it's too much. It's too it's it it boils my blood. It it makes me so angry. When or like there's links that you're trying to click on and the website then brings up a cookie notification and then it obscures it so you're clicking on information about cookies. Whew. I, I actually, hate it. I don't think I ever would have uh, observed this enough to remember to talk about it on the show, but I, I do cuss my phone out on the daily for this exact <laughs> thing. I did it. I did it thirty minutes before we started recording today. <laughs> so yeah, it is. It I'm is glad that you brought the this worst. Up. <laughs> like, if I am, t- I I feel like it can't be that complicated to say I'm typing, and I suddenly topped, stopped typing, which means something caught my attention. There's a good chance you're trying to do a helpful thing by predicting what I'm searching for because people have searched for it before, and that's great. So when I see that, I've probably stopped because I'm about to click on it, and you don't need to be like, you know, I think I changed my mind. You actually meant something else. Let me shift this up so you click on the wrong thing. It is the worst. Whew. Yeah, that's I, – I, <laughs> all valid points. I, and, something that I have never really thought about before. Yeah. Another thing, this might, uh, this is probably exclusively an issue on Macs, but a lot of websites, um, they'll ask you if you'll give them permission. So on, on, on Apple computers, there's something called the notification center. It's really similar to the notification center on iPhones. Um, and you can have certain things leave updates there. So like, uh, if you get text messages on your computer, those will show up in the notification center. But then websites have the option to have them update you on like their new articles and stuff to put in that website. Oh, God, really? And sometimes you'll go to a website and it'll say, this website would like to send you notifications via notification center. And that notification does not go away or let you interact with the website until you acknowledge it. And a lot of times it doesn't come up until like five seconds into your presence on the website. So I'll like pull up an article and I'll like start working on it and suddenly it won't, I can't scroll. I'm like, what is going on? And then I notice that it's asking me to give it permission to put a notification in like my MacBook's notification center. It's like, hey, I don't need to go to like, I don't need notifications from 
tryhardgamersforlife.com in my <laughs> notification center just because one time I looked up how to get past a boss in a video game. Like, I'm sorry I'm not that dedicated to the life of, like, every single game hack you have an article about, like, to show up on my computer and notify me. I'm on this website for the first and possibly last time, and I'm not <laughs> some committed patron who needs notifications from you every day. It's so frustrating. That is that sounds horrible. Um, by the way, uh, thank you so much for listening. This episode of Not All Bad brought to you by TryHardGaming.com. That's Th- much much like you with the uh, with my uh, hallway rant. This is something because I don't have a Mac. This is something that I've never encountered before. Uh, but your description of it is so awe inspiring that I I want to put my fist through my desk right now. I'm I'm glad you're that inspired because it. Even if it's a website I go to all the time, like let's pretend for a second that I'm a an informed citizen who reads the news and reads the New York Times and <laughs> or something along those lines, the Wall Street Journal, whatever you have. Those websites will ask you too. And even those ones, it's like, hey, I get it. Like maybe it would be cool for me to get notifications, but like I don't need them. Like stop asking like it's not just the dumb websites. The big websites do it too, but I can't think of a single website that I need to update me on my computer. <laughs> there are a lot of websites now where that's the norm. Like I, I'm, there are millions of examples, but for some reason, business insider always jumps to mind. Like you go to business insider and it's like just a sea of pop-ups. It looks yeah. like some McAfee commercial from 2006. It's just, you have to click X like a thousand times to get to the content you're trying to see. And at that point, it's not even worth it. As soon as that happens to me on a website, I'm out. I will find my information elsewhere. Yeah. Seriously, though, it's even websites that you thought were safe from those pop-up ads are not. Um, Dangerous I can't world help out there. but bring this up, but are you aware of what happened to John McAfee, the uh, like creator of McAfee Computing Protection? Vaguely. I know he has a fascinating, disturbing story, and I'd love to hear your take on it right now. I don't actually know that much. He just yeah, occasionally comes up on social media. All I know is that anytime someone mentions McAfee, like computer security, all I can think about is the fact that like he, I think he sold the company and is rich from it and just went off and like lived in the Caribbean somewhere. And now he just like, he's trying to be like a political influencer of some kind, but like half of his tweets are just like, trying to convince people that he had sex with a whale that's that's not an exaggeration he he's actually, a complete lunatic like he's insane I, one <laughs> thing i know about him is my roommates were watching a documentary about him one day i came home and there was something about him like paying a well uh, if you're if you're listening to this anyone i don't care who you are just oh <laughs> Go ahead I, I know what you're about to bring second. up. I forgot yeah. about this, and I'm excited that you remembered it. Yeah, if anyone listening, I don't care who you are. I don't care your age or how much into gross humor you are. Just go ahead and click the skip ahead 15 seconds button. But the documentary was talking about how he like paid a prostitute or something to poop in his mouth yes. or something like that. And I was like, he, I'm out. I'm not watching a single he, second more of this documentary. He, it, living in like the Bahamas or wherever he was, he he had a hammock set up in his backyard where he'd cut out a hole. I won't get too graphic because we don't need to be this kind of podcast. It's far too late. <laughs> but he would invite prostitutes over and do what you're describing. 
and have them in the hammock. Yeah, it's really gross. We don't need to get into detail. I'm just saying McAfee was brought up. I think it's worth mentioning that man has gone insane. Man, I, God, that's so gross. I, I, We have to move on. What a horrible we, tangent this yeah, was. I, a tangent from the, hell. We... I will say this has been a relatively uh, clean podcast up till now, and now we're talking about uh, fecal fetishes, and that just is a weird direction to go. Paul, I said it's time to move on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Quit dwelling in the space. We're we're di- we're diving into uh, like a really really bad version of your mom's house That's with their li- fart mics. <laughs> You're so true. Just like a terrible version, like not funny at all, like something that people don't want to listen to. That's compared to true. that very successful show very accurate uh, are you actually are you actually finished with your topic that's or? all i had to say i i got it all out of my system i'm sure i'll think of something else Ugh. maybe i'll update you on what makes me yell at the internet in the future but i'm good for now okay um so that means that you must be ready for the random rant oh yes i am zach all right well uh my fancy spreadsheet that i created new for last week episode 13 has given me the number seven and the number Ooh. seven uh when I input that into my magical contraption reveals to me a interesting topic uh, that we have to rant about today. And that is sexy calendars. Uh, for example, <laughs> firemen, women on cars, etc. Well, I, for one, um, if you've ever been to my apartment, you know that I always know what date it is because I, my walls are just completely covered in sexy calendars. I'm a collector. I'm a bit of a connoisseur. I have, uh, <laughs> There's you can't even see the drywall. There's so many sexy calendars. So I have a lot of experience here, um, but don't worry, Paul. I know I know that I may overshadow you with with all that I have to say about this topic because I have a lot to say. But feel free to jump in at any time and rescue me. I mean, contribute. <laughs> Is that? Do you want me to share my reaction to this now, or do you want to keep going? No, I'm done. <laughs> I'm totally done. <laughs> I need you. I need you to help me. Say your thing. So. This is a memory that I have not thought about in well over a decade. Oh, wow. Okay. I hope it's not traumatic. That buildup really makes it seem like a depressing story. (laughs) It's not depressing. I don't even know if there's going to be a good payoff, but I'm going to dive into it right now. When I was a child, we had a neighbor next door uh, who's fan. So my, my family, I grew up in a pretty like protected home where my parents like were very, uh, in charge of what media I was allowed to consume, all of that. Yeah, me too. Uh, we talked about that before you as well. Um, but we had this neighbor that I'd occasionally go over to his house, and his parents did not give a shit what they did. Like they could watch anything. Wait, have we uh, actually talked about this off camera or off off pod, off mic? We have, yeah. Okay, I don't remember. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible friend. That's okay. It was. Uh, <laughs> this is great i'm sure the audience cares a lot about this it i think it was on the way back from when we went tubing uh oh in, you know what i'm talking about yeah last summer okay yeah 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 um <clears throat> anyway so i i never saw like anything appropriate as a kid unless i was at a friend's house and this was one case same it was less of a friend and more just a neighbor that was like my friends were like occasionally like yeah you can go over there um and so this one kid was around my age but he had an older brother who was either late high school or I don't, he seemed really old at the time. He was probably just like in high school. He seemed like he was like <laughs> in his thirties, but I'm sure he was like just in high school. Yeah. He's probably um, like 13. 
<laughs> but in his room, he had like this special room, like in a second story. Like it was like the only room in the entire second story of the house, like a Disney um, movie type bedroom where he's got like a skylight yes. and a, a loft with like a fireman's pole or something. Something <laughs> yes, just basically. stupid, crazy, cool that no kid has ever seen in their life. Yes, and I just remember he had a gigantic poster of a nearly nude woman, and then next to that he had a calendar where each month had a nude woman as like the picture for that month. It would be like, oh June, here's the naked girl for June. Like she looks extra summery because the summer's almost here. <laughs> uh, and. I just remember as a kid looking at that, and even as, like, a young child, I was probably only, like, eight or nine, even at that age, I looked at that and was like, like, I know I haven't gone through puberty, so on the one hand, I don't understand the appeal of this, but I can already <laughs> tell that I'm over this, and I'm too, like, mature for this. Like, <laughs> it, like <laughs> it's just such an outdated concept. Like, the the barber I used to go to when I was a kid in my hometown would get like Hustler and Penthouse and Playboy magazines for like the lobby. And it's kind of like a similar reaction. Like this is kind of like trashy, (laughs) not particularly. (laughs) I mean, not that I'm not like, not to disparage our partners and sponsors on the show tonight, uh, Playboy, Hustler (laughs) and Penthouse. And also please don't, please don't cancel my pro subscription to all three of your services. But it just seems like such an, an old concept. Like the internet, don't you know the internet exists? Like you can see any of this and more, like a thousand times more, like some real McAfee shit on the internet if you really wanted to like find it, you know? You don't need a calendar to show you one a month. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. It's just one of those things where it's like, it's it's such, it's funny to me that those almost used to be a serious thing because it's almost like just a joke that's too easy to go to now that I feel like people will be like, ha ha ha. Like we should make a sexy calendar of all the guy roommates at our house. Wouldn't that be funny? Like what a funny joke. Like it's not, (laughs) I've never seen anyone seriously have that, but I feel like people somehow in my mind, I see people like men at a firehouse, like, Oh yeah, we saved those, uh, those children let's let's go look at the <laughs> naked woman on the wall now like it's <laughs> i don't understand it i always all. think of it in terms of like it's like a black and white movie and there's a like a pinup girl on the wall of somebody's barrack as they're about to go fight the japanese in world war ii <laughs> like that's what i always think of when i think of sexy calendars you know who the one group of people is that i actually do not judge for having a like a sexy calendar and actually like weirdly respect it is somehow world war two sh- soldiers. <laughs> I don't know why, but if it's from some war-, war before that, first of all, it'd probably have to be hand drawn and that's an extra level of weird. Um, <laughs> but then any war after that, it's somehow not acceptable to me. Somehow world war two, like if you're in some bunker in the Pacific theater, I somehow am like, you know what? Good for you. You've got a sexy calendar to remind you of like what you're fine for. Like, I good for you. Like I don't know why in my mind I draw the distinction there that I don't judge them or make fun of it them. It seems for. it seems weirdly wholesome in a way that it's completely <laughs> perverted and disasting. Like it should not at all, but it just seems that way. It's like yeah, for Hey, some what reason, a I swell feel- lady, I'll trade you two cigarette packs for it. 
something it's so weirdly... something so innocent <laughs> yet not yeah yeah it's it's weird that i like view that in a romanticized lens of like oh like good for them like i, I, don't, I don't understand <laughs> yeah you, these these rough and tumble guys really need a, a sprinkle of hope in their dreary lives or something yeah how weird you know you know, Zach, I'm going to take this direct this conversation a slightly different direction because a different memory came to mind, but this is the random rant topic, and so I don't care that this is not related at all. Yeah, we, we play fast and loose with this one. Yes. Um, so speaking of the, those neighbors where I went upstairs to the brother's room and he was like a, a teenager who had like a sexy calendar and poster up there, there was another even older brother who had to be like in his 30s. <laughs> and I have... This really vivid memory that just came back to me, where one time he paid me, I was probably like 11 Uh or 12, he paid Uh me to help him like load some stuff in a truck. And I was like, help him out. And he was just talking the whole time, just sharing his thoughts with this kid who like... who he probably didn't think knew a better than to like could see that he's just full of shit. And I just have this vivid memory. I don't know why he thought it was good to talk to me about this. But <laughs> you're laughing, Sorry, but laughing. I feel like this is going to be terribly traumatic. I think this is just going to. It's not traumatic. Me. It's just really weird. He oh. he described to me. He was like, "Yeah, I heard on the news uh, about this uh, woman who said she had a relationship with her dog and uh, wanted to get married to him, and uh, you know, like, like what's wrong with that? Like, I believe that he and he had a dog that he was really close to, and he was like, I, you know, dogs they clearly have a soul, like." You can you could form a romantic bond with them. Like I don't see anything <laughs> wrong with that. Like, like I think it makes complete sense that you could like marry a dog and have a romantic relationship with it. And like, well, I was right. I am terribly sad now. <laughs> I did call that. The more I think about it, the more that family was like. My family was so like closed off and protecting me from the world, and somehow that family was like my viewfinder into like <laughs> hell like what yes like this is what like that that man if he had a twitter would would be banned from it i'm sure <laughs> he, he would he would somehow find people who were like-minded with him uh and that would be a problem uh but he was just somehow the opinion that you could actually love and marry a dog and he was like trying to convince me of this as a literal child like i absolutely i couldn't have even been in middle school i was probably like 11 and he was trying to con- i was like helping him out and he just was talking to me about that and that's like the weirdest thing i can think of you're laughing but i am not <laughs> I, I recognize that i hate this i'm more laughing that i haven't thought about that probably since it happened but i just remembered and that. now this now we're just bringing up horrible suppressed memories here on not all bad <laughs> Well, if if you're off that creepy tangent, I would like to return to sexy calendars if you'll allow me. Uh, yes, the more wholesome content. Let's go back to let that. me let me let me pose you a, a hypothetical. Let's say that okay. you do receive a sexy calendar. I don't know. Um, you know, it doesn't. You get to invent the contents or the theme, uh, whatever whatever your heart desires <laughs> to be contained within the pages of said calendar. Also, the, the way it, by which you acquire it is unimportant, be it through a garage sale or a like a secret <laughs> Santa-type gift exchange. Somehow, you stumble upon a sexy calendar with contents that are appealing to you in some way. 
Do you open it up and go month by month right there and spoil all 12 <laughs> months? Or do you hang it on the wall and you go month by month and then the first of every month you see that photo contained for that month for the first time? What's your strategy? <laughs> Um, realistically, so are you saying for some reason I have it and I am going to use it? Are you saying, yes. do I spoil all the images? Yes. Okay. So it's, so it's out of the question. I am going to be using it. Will it will be, it will be in use. Are you going to spoil all 12 images right away? Or are you going to hang it up and do it one month at a time? Man, if you- I feel like. If I'm actually committed to using this calendar, it would be by far more fun to see it new every month. It's frankly the cognitive dissonance. Like I'm, this is so far detached from reality because like I live <laughs> with my parents right now. I can't put up a calendar with like nude or nearly nude women on it. It, it is interesting that you bring that up before you get to your actual answer. That you watch any movie that was filmed at any point prior to like 2010. And every single high school boy's room has like six naked women on it. Posters, calendars, whatever. How could you get away with that? The mom walks in and like wakes him up for school and he's like 10 minutes late. And she has nothing to say of the six nude like white snake music video models that are hanging on his wall. I I don't understand that. Such a weird, a foreign concept to me. It is weird. I, or even, I, you know, sometimes I look at movies like that and I, it's hard for me to tell how much of it was real and not real because like it seems like it was a common thing for high scores to have pictures of like their heartthrob crush on the wall. And like, I imagine that's probably not a thing anymore. Well, that's what Instagram like, is for now. Exactly. Like essentially you're right. Actually, like Instagram is where like a teenage boy or teenage girl could follow or a 23 year old boy like me could follow <laughs> like the hot celebrity that they want to see. Um, but like, I'm wondering how prevalent it actually was to have pictures of celebrities. Cause like, if you think about it, there really wasn't a way for you to just look it up unless you owned a picture of them that, that weirdly hasn't crossed my mind. Like granted, I'm not someone who's so into celebrities in general that I'm ever like, I just really want to look at Miley Cyrus right now. Like that's <laughs> not like... <laughs> That's I don't I can't think unless a conversation has gone that way and we're like, did you see Miley Cyrus swinging on a giant wrecking ball? It's like wow, no. it's cool like 2013 just... reference, Paul. <laughs> Thanks. I, can... I don't actually know what year that's from. In a weird way, I feel like anything I could think of, I, I was like peeling back the years. Anything she's done since then that was noteworthy that I could remember seemed oh, not shit. that this has been a wholesome like. <laughs> episode but it seems like they were not like appropriate things to mention um, it is 2013 i was right but yes you're all i know what you're saying wow you were right yeah i'm impressed wow i'm impressed too. wow good for you um um what was I gonna but say? just like I, I was just i was just gonna say like i wonder how prevalent it was for people to have those posters up because like I have the option, but I don't utilize it. But if I didn't have the option, if there was like a female celebrity I had a crush on, like, would I want their poster? Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Well, I mean, I, first like, of all, I am subscribed to ChristinaAguileraNews.org that comes to my notification center every day. 
So I don't have to worry really? about that. But um, if I did have to worry about that, I would say that I think we are far too old to get away with that behavior. You can't, you can't, like maybe in a dorm room, you can have a poster of, even in like 1983, like even in uh, Weird Science 2 with Anthony Michael Hall, you could like, you could probably not have like an, a 25 year old man with whoever was hot. Uh, What's that chick from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Sarah something. God, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got to go to Google for this reference. This joke is completely dead in the water now, but I it's have okay. to know. While, while you're looking it up, <laughs> I feel like... At, Mia at this, Sarah. At that, okay. At that point, like back in the 80s, if you had a poster, it's like, all right, like you're really into like those celebrities. But now it's like... Oh, so like you're trying to kill them? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a serial killer. Okay, cool. Like, why cool. else would you have a poster of anyone in your room unless you have like you're throwing throwing knives at it or you're like tying, doing weird things with I don't know tying Just red like, strings around all the pictures yes. to like link the serial killer clues together. Like, I can't think of any reason you'd have it unless you're an actual psychopath. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got off topic a little bit. I need you to answer the question. Do you spoil the days, uh, the months, or do you hang it up and go month by month? And then with this answer and my answer, we can wrap up this topic. I want to believe that I'd save it because that seems more exciting, but I think realistically I would end up looking ahead. Mm. I'm all about uh, delayed gratification. So I think I would I would have no uh, it would be tempting but I I would able to I would be able to successfully resist and I would just go month by month cuz what's the hmm. point of even hanging a calendar I I have a phone and a computer I don't need to know the day of the week or the date I can just look at it really easily if I the only purpose of the calendar is for the images contained therein and I can uh, with that justification I can wait month for month so the calendar isn't completely hmm. worthless after the first day I get it Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a strong man as you are, so I. Uh, I don't <laughs> think I'd be able to wait. But I'm impressed. It takes a lot of uh, practice and self-sacrifice, but you can get there eventually. <laughs> Speaking of self-sacrifice, a lot of people are listening to the show right now, and uh, we should give them what they came for, which is more rants on new topics. So, since I went first with the negative rant, I think you should go first for the positive rant. Sure. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, so you may, you're aware, I'm sure the audience isn't aware. I recently went to New York. Uh, th- this is not me just trying to like brag about it. I know I was just like no, visiting cool. a friend who moved it's there, cool. Whatever. <laughs> but, uh, there's a reason for it, which is that while I was in New York, I went to a couple museums and at first I like, wasn't that excited. I was like, yeah, I guess museums are cool. And somehow as a kid, I liked museums, but as I got older, I somehow was under the impression, like, yeah, whatever, like, museums, like, go stare at a painting for a while. Like, I, like why not just look that up at home? <laughs> but, like, we went to the Met, which is, like, one of, supposed to be, like, one of the coolest museums, like, historical museums in the world. Right. And I actually was, like, blown away. Like, we went to this. I was like, yeah, like, I'll probably enjoy this for a few hours and I'll be done. But, like, I got actually enraptured by it because they have, like, they separate it by, like, civilization so there's like an ancient rome section like an ancient egypt section oh that is cool like and like they set up the rooms to like match like the architecture of those civilizations 
and they have like so many like marble statues from the Romans that are ins- it's like insane that they were able to make those. that's incredible I'm I'm so and then like that. and like in the e- and I was just blown away like I knew I liked history but like something about seeing these things in person was like especially moving and I didn't realize how much I liked museums until I did this and like they had from ancient Egypt they had like across the entire wall just like manuscripts from religious texts with like drawings and like entire pages original pages from these ancient egyptian religions and then they below on plaques would have them translated to english and there was just something like so fascinating about being like oh this is like what they went to like for religion in egypt and like the drawings they had to go along with it and like i don't know it there was like i wasn't I knew I'd like it, but I didn't realize how much I'd love it. And we spent like most of the day there and I, um, like I, by the end of it, we were like, we have to leave. Like we have other places that we're like committed to going to. And also like we haven't eaten all day yet. (laughs) So like we're starving, but like, I like didn't want to leave. Like, and now I like want to go back because there's entire like sections I wasn't able to see. It was just, insane it's cool to me that we have preserved artifacts from literally thousands of years ago and like as a kid you're like whatever this is old like i get it it's old stuff (laughs) but like as an adult you like look at a pot and you're like wow like someone like actually carved that and like that's like what they came up with and wanted to like have in their house when they like were living i don't know it's (laughs) it is fascinating i'm a huge museum fan yeah, I've I've really become a huge museum fan because every time I, I've gone to other ones recently, I've loved all of them, and I haven't really made the connection. Like each one of them, I was like, oh, I didn't think I was that into museums, but I really like that this one. But like every museum I've been to recently, I've like loved and wanted to read everything about everything next to every artifact. Yeah, and now it's like, oh, I guess I just actually really like museums. <laughs> I'm glad that you came to this realization. Yeah, they're honestly, like, a very special experience. It's cool that we... I am a huge fan now of the fact that we preserve these things for us to catalog, like, that history and not just read about it, but be able to interact with it. Like, it's very cool and, like, honestly, like, I it helps you, like, view the world differently. I know that sounds cheesy as hell, but, like, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, you're right, though. I mean, it gives you a whole new appreciation. It means so much more to be able to see those things in person than online. Oh, for sure. This has become a very historically oriented podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about Basic, it. Basically, the impression I'm getting is that anything that we encounter, like, we get all grumpy. We're like, oh, this is awful, and I hate the internet and these big buildings that make us money. It's all awful. And then we talk <laughs> about people from the past. And we're like, oh, like, they were so great. Love <laughs> learning about what they did. We're just, like, stuck in the past, Zach. And we, that's what I just realized in this moment. We live in a society. Uh, are you done with museums or do you have more to say? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, I could go on, but I'm, I'm done. <laughs> well, allow me to begin by saying that this is going to be a very culturally oriented podcast tonight because I, Hell I yeah. have something in a very similar vein. Um, so this is, I'm also going to begin with a humble brag, uh, but I fully intend for this to be a humble brag. So, <laughs> so deal with it. It's like a. I'm wearing a T-shirt which has a, a picture. It's like pink and has a picture of Garfield on the front, drinking coffee with oh. a smug look on his face, and it just says, "So deal with it." 
Uh, so I, I saw Hamilton last night, um, thanks Ooh. to Maddie's very generous family. Uh, I am not here to talk about that show in particular. Uh, enough people have done that already. Uh, I, I'll, it's a great show. I had a great time, and that's all I'm going to say on that particular subject. But I am here today to talk about musicals in general. Or I guess, okay. you, you know what, just, uh, just theater in general. Uh, no singing has to be involved, although it should be. And that, that's just my taste, personally. Um, whatever. You don't have to be all in on the singing. But just theater in general. If you don't like musicals, if you don't like plays, step up. Get your head on straight. You're kidding yourself. You're feeling ashamed for something that does not deserve shame. It's time to grow up. Theater is so much more moving to me, personally, than any other medium. Like, this is coming from somebody who doesn't feel anything. <laughs> movies are great music is great but nothing kind of pulls on my heart and my mind more than watching a play i don't really i don't i don't get it hmm. I, I don't really understand why that is but that is and i'm not ashamed of it i'm here to to fully you know th- i'm starting a movement here all right no more shame for liking theater i don't know why I, that's a theme of what i'm saying here i don't know anyone who's ashamed <laughs> of liking plays but if you are one of those people it's time to to get over yourself all right I've seen a lot of plays in my day from like community theater, high school productions to Broadway stuff. And it's always beautiful and fun and moving. Uh, and you need to try it out. Live a little. <coughs> Expand your mind. I'm all in. I'm all in on musicals. I'm all in on plays. I, I, don't, I, don't know what it, I don't know why I feel differently about watching these things other than watching a particularly good movie or something. Or perhaps it's like the fact that I'm watching somebody who's there doing something and I can physically see them on a one-to-one scale. I don't know what it is. I, a lot of it probably has to do with the singing. I don't know if I've ever watched just like a straight-up play with no singing. I think pretty much every theater, theatrical performance I've consumed has been a musical of some sort. And that adds a whole new level of being impressive. Uh, I think it's part of it. A lot of it's probably the fact that when you're watching a movie, the entire environment is created for you specifically to be completely enrapturing. But when you're in a theater, it's obvious you're in a theater and it's obvious the set is not exactly the location that the, where the action is taking place. They're doing, they're on a set. It's clear, but they have to make do and they have to add special effects and lighting and, rotating elements and moving parts and multiple people that have to move furniture in and out in a creative way so as not to disturb you from the actual action of the sequence. It's beautiful. I love it. I I don't know what it, I guess I keep saying, I don't know what it is, but it's everything I just listed. (laughs) And with that, I conclude my positive rant. I'm a big musicals guy. Yeah. Musicals are something that I don't frequently seek out, but every time I see one, it like does impact me. I'm like, wow, like I really appreciate this. I think part of it for me, I, and I love movies. I love movies a lot actually, but there is something about movies that while they can tell a tighter story because they have the option to try it multiple times and edit it to be very like seem like it's happening real. There's still the knowledge in the back of my head that like they perform the scene multiple times and cut together the different parts from different camera angles to create something cohesive, which is what movie magic is. And that's great. And there's nothing wrong with that, but there is something particularly special 
about watching the people acting it out in person in that it's all being acted live and like memorized to where it's like somehow I can end up feeling closer to those characters through that sometimes it's kind of bizarre how that happens and like I don't know there's something about people seeing people do it live that really is special um I mean I I even can think of uh, in high school maybe I saw a live performance of like Anne Frank and it wasn't even like a like there's some musical based off of like her diary or whatever um there's like a play written off of it and um i didn't know that i i just remember in high school seeing a production of it i'm sure it wasn't like a huge like touring one it might have even just been a local one but something about it was like really moving to me and that was younger so like i didn't quite i might have even been a little bit embarrassed like i just got like emotional invested in this like cheesy musical about a girl like oh, i'm a teenager i feel weird about things like that uh-huh. um but like it was moving for me <laughs> and every like musical i've seen since then which isn't that many but the ones i have seen have honestly been very special experiences and there's something honestly magical about it that is hard to put into words but is very special and i agree that there is something very unique about them as far as entertainment goes that makes them worthwhile and the more you're mentioning it the more i want to go see another musical right now (laughs) part of it is so impressive to me that you have to balance all these different things like you have a main character right and they're typically Mm -hmm. in a a play they're going to be doing a good amount of singing and even if not they're going to be it's like two hours straight three four hours straight of talking them talking loudly over and over and over again that's hell on the throat uh, which, by the way, was my nickname in high school. Um, but, <laughs> um, but the fact that like you have to when you compose a, a a play, you have to put all these elements together. Where well, you can't have you know three scenes back to back to back where the main character is in them, or else you're gonna have a very tired main character. You gotta have that scene in the middle be somebody else doing something else that somehow contributes to the story in a way that's meaningful. And that whole element of like everything is done in one take almost is super impressive to me. And like even with even not just the actors, but the people creating the sets where they have to like move in new props to make it feel like you're in a different environment. I've been blown away in the past by how well they recreate the feeling that someone is in a room or. Oh, yeah out on a street and even like the extras that'll walk around and like it's amazing how they you can actually trick your mind into believing this is happening in front of your eyes like like this actual environment it's like really cool like the work that goes into designing and then moving in and out the sets yeah totally can we just say like shouts to the lighting guys and the sound guys and girls that like there's no there's no credit in that line of work but i feel like that's so difficult yeah for sure yeah, well, that's uh, that's gonna that's gonna wrap it up for me, and in doing so, is gonna wrap it up for the show. Yep, this has been a very cultured episode. Yeah, we hope that you feel enlightened. We hope that you feel uh, at one with your surrounding humanity and society as a whole. We live in a society. Um, <laughs> we, that we do. Speak, <laughs> speak, <laughs> speaking of uh, culture. Uh, go ahead and like us on SoundCloud. 
subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Uh, we're also on Google Play and Spotify if you want to listen to us at some other location. And you can find our Twitter at NotAllBadShow. Finally, we'd love to hear from you on the email if you have anything to say about what we've talked about today or if you'd like to submit a random rant topic. That can be found at NotAllBadShow at gmail.com. Yeah, please do. And also, if if one of our especially talented listeners would like to write a musical based off of this show, Not All Bad the Musical, uh, we will do what we can uh, to make it a reality and we can act in ourselves or we would just like to see it. Uh, we would enjoy that. We, our uh, our lawyers, lawyers will, will be in contact. Uh, Paul and I's manager and, and agent will be happy mm-hmm. to speak to you about arranging some sort of... Uh, licensing agreement um we know that there's been a lot of people that have been uh, basically knocking down our door begging for permission to franchise our uh our ip and a musical is just is something that we're interested in doing so uh we'd be happy to help you write it or act in it or direct it or produce it anything that you need um we'd love to contribute so yeah for sure but i think that just about wraps it up Zach. that's gonna wrap it up and uh like paul just said i'm zach andrews and this is Paul Messman. This has been Not All Bad, Dance Like Nobody's Watching, or Rant Like Nobody's Listening. <laughs>